Back with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Bauer. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Lost my baby in a pool game. Lost my baby in a pool game. <laughs> I ain't got nobody to cook for me no more. <laughs> Welcome back. To the ticket, 93.7. I'm the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with... Bach. And we haven't heard a word for the captain yet. He just texted us early and gave us instructions. So, we're going to come on back to the discussion with Lamar Jackson. Bach, there's a lot of things going over in Baltimore over there. How much do you think Lamar Jackson is worth? Well, it's tough. I mean, and it's really tough with just for any of us to look at these NFL numbers now because uh, the salary cap is is getting uh, bigger, and 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 so these numbers seem strange. I think the ki- uh, kicker the other day signed the biggest uh, kicker contract in history, um, you know, and so you'll see these things come out. But uh, Lamar Jackson, just twenty six years old, um, you know, his play style. It, it just it just depends on me how how much you um, value or 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 feel like when you draft a quarterback these days if you if you want it to be um, a, a ten it used to be that that's a, a twelve ten twelve year plan um, now if you if you're drafting a guy that makes a lot of his moves on on the ground and and, and and that's a big part of his game you probably can't you know you can't plan for that long. Um, that being said, I still think Lamar Jackson. I mean, you, we we see we see guys. I mean, Jimmy G just signed with with the Raiders. Now Lamar's clearly better than and, and more of a threat than than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so I mean, this is a former MVP, a guy that um, for you know is is still young enough. I mean, so he's got. I don't think the wear and tear is on him enough. You know, you know it can happen at any minute. So I think that's the fear in, in signing the long term contract. But you know, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I. I do what he's doing. I, I, I demand the highest, one of the highest or, or the highest, you know, uh, contracts in the NFL. Um, it, and if, if you're the Ravens, I think, you know, I think you have to do it eventually. I know they're, they're playing hardball, but I think at some point you're, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to cost you. Do, do, do you think they're playing hardball because he's his own agent? Do you think that's one of the reasons? Uh, yeah. I mean, that would certainly, I mean, that would certainly be part of it. I mean, I would, I would do the same thing if you're not represented. So here's the thing: they, they, they offered him three years. Uh, I think it was 133 million dollars. Uh, he, he had an emoji face like, like, come on. And, <laughs> but you know, then there was a report he turned down uh, 200 million dollars guaranteed. Uh, that was false. So you know, the thing about the 133 million for three years, what that average around, Buck? Oh man, how much is it? Well, it was three year. Uh, let me see. Wow, oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, three year, hundred thirty three million. Mm. Yeah, that's uh that's gotta be what uh, about forty four million a year. Yeah. So, so you mean tell me these in a couple of years, not even a couple of years, it, 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 this is gonna make probably one quarterback is gonna sign a one year, hundred million dollar. Qu- <laughs> Oh yeah, probably soon enough. Probably the next ten years, because if you if you look at the top of it, Patrick Mahomes averages what now? Oh boy, let me go look at Patrick's contract. Probably fifty. Yeah, because he signed like a half billion dollar yeah. deal, basically. So why would you pay a guy what fifty fifty million for one year? 
see. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes signed a ten-year, four hundred fifty million dollar contract. So that's uh, forty-five million. Forty-five a year. million. So the, yeah. if anybody can top his play or come in and be better than him for five years, dude, you got to tell me that kid is going to get fifty million dollars a year. Well, the interesting thing too with this situation, if you remember, he got the uh, franchise tag from the Ravens, so uh, they've got more time now to, to kind well, of settle it, it out. None exclusive. Yeah, not exclusive. That's what that's what makes it real interesting. Is another yeah. team could come in, offer more money, and if the Ravens don't want to match, then then he's off, and they get some draft picks or whatever. But then Lamar Jackson's uh, yeah, off, man, off and moving. I, I kind of wish the Falcons had that type of money when we already committed to a quarterback. But we need that that next Michael Vick probably that, that Atlanta needs. But I know it's a long shot. But um, talking about some more football, on um, running back David Montgomery signed three year. Uh, he's signing a three-year, $18 million contract with the Detroit Lions. Uh, hopefully that's a as a one-two punch for um, what's the guy from the University of Georgia? Played yeah, with Swift, DeAndre yeah, Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift there. And, um, so hopefully them two can coexist and, and, and get enough things on. But, you know, it's kind of quiet in college football. When the Huskers starting up? Are they started? Uh, no, a fall camp or excuse me, spring camp begins uh, in on Monday, so less than uh, less than a week from now. Um, there's lots of interesting, you know, buzz around um, around that camp. And I wanted to ask you this because I know DP um, brought this up when I was uh, on old school the other day with Jay Foreman. They kind of have disagreement on uh, this idea of it. Of course, the the thing that that maybe again i that i, I can't help but but fa- you know fixate on is the fact that there's <laughs> this is like an nfl style camp there's going to be some guys that aren't on the roster at, at some point and you figure you know with more time uh than than you know the, the sooner you know the better you are moving forward um that a lot of that stuff is going to be kind of cut down by the end of spring um dp thinks that it would be wise to cut it down to 85 basically before spring. So you're not having any wasted time on guys that aren't going to be on the roster. Um, you know, and, and Jay says, you know, it's kind of like the NFL where you, you, you know, that's part of uh, part of the camp is, is, you know, letting them fight it out, see who kind of makes it through it. And, um, you know, then, then go from there. It, it's very strange. Though. It is an NFL like camp in college football here in Lincoln. So here's the thing. So you got a, you got a lot of guys moving around. So and you got a lot of guys who's, Who's hurt? So the ones that you try to get out first are the hurt guys. I mean, not not really saying like Casey though. I'm talking about guys who who who's been hurt two years, who haven't did anything, who haven't been able to contribute to the injuries team. are just catching up to them. And, 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 and you know, and they stay hurt. So you get rid of those guys first, and then you got to think about the tweener guys, the guys that that you just don't think can make the team. I mean, you you, you want to do this quick, but do you want to do it during spring too? At the same time, do you want to say, "Hey, I think it's just best you, you know, you go ahead and, you know, look for something." I, I, I think by the end of camp, you should be nearly eighty-five. You should be near eighty-five, basically by the end of camp. If you have to cut some people, I mean, maybe, I mean, you have to do it, and you know you have to do it. So why wait? And, and and then this kid can't get somewhere else in the last moment. So don't don't let this spill over the fall camp if you know this kid is not gonna make it just because you want the bodies in there. Don't let that be one aspect of the thing that you have to do. But give this kid a chance. If you're not gonna give him a chance to play, give him a chance somewhere else. Give him a chance at mm-hmm. Carney. Give him a chance at at Dome. Give him a chance at, at at these other little small schools where they can play and just don't be a holder or or a dummy holder. I mean, you got enough kids out there that can. 
that can hold dummies for you, you know, it's probably the best thing you have to do. But um, it's just – it's going to be crazy how we get down to 85. I mean, what we got now, 110? Uh, it's like 101. I think it's 102 So that's if 16, Elante Brown 16, makes his way back to the team. You know, the thing is, they say he's having academic problems. So, you know, you you, you really got to hold on to that one in case he comes back. I know you, you would like to welcome him back with open arms because he's been a starter for the past two years. Uh, like I said, the wide receiver group is it's a, it's a it's a deep group, but we haven't we don't have a true number one yet. So you you want to probably keep that spot open for him, and and you got to just it's it's a lot of things going on with this man. And I just and 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 what hurts me more is that I feel for the kids who who came here for a four year ride and and only get to stay a year or so because you know what's going on with the university. It's not their fault. They're, they're coaches that. They played up under, couldn't produce, and, and and the sad thing is that these kids are gonna, you know, they're gonna be on the chopping blocks for the next yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think there is a rule uh, where, like, you know, some of the kids can keep their scholarship if they don't make the team because of the coaching transition. Um, I but, mean, maybe that's the best thing for some of them. If you for know, some you, of them, if, a few if, of them. Yeah, if you're here just for education wise, and you know you're not gonna play, it'd be best you give it up now. If you're here to 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 win, to play, and to 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 try to get to the next level, even even graduate and play at the same time. I mean, you, you should think about that. But if you just here to, to here to go to school, just tell the coach, hey man, I'm 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 ready. I just want to go to school, and tell me what do you have to offer me school wise instead of football wise. Now that's the question. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, there are there are some ways a little bit around it, but you're not going to keep those guys on the team. And then again, the other interesting aspect of this in college football these days is is nil is is basically um, can you good Nebraska does that they have somebody step up? Is it important enough? And and this would be huge uh, in a, in a game changer if Nebraska does do this. Um, it would be to kind of get additional scholarship players with NIL money that are actually walk-ons, right? So, um, and, and you know, it, it would be very strange at this point because a lot of these guys were, were, you know, come from recruiting classes. We understand that they have the scholarships there. And I don't even know if you could do that with um, the guys that are given four-year scholarships to begin with. So you might have to do that with some of the newer guys coming in. So, I, I mean, I don't even know how it would work. Um, but I, I guess within the framework of all this stuff that we're seeing with NIL kind of being new and the transfer portal and all that, um, at some point, I, I don't know if there's a restriction or, or something uh, stopping a team from basically fielding a much bigger scholarship level type team uh, with NIL money. But, um, you know, they're not supposed to be involved with the NIL. I mean, so it's, it's all a mess. We know how that, that kind of yeah, goes. It's, it's, it's but crazy. Uh, it's uh, I, 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 I don't. I'm holding out a. I don't. I think it's a small possibility that there are a few guys that. Uh, I, that maybe at the end of this we hear of some type of NIL collective stepping up and, and allowing Nebraska to, to hold some of these guys. But at the same time, um, again, there there's a lot of hoops to jump through for that. And um, that would be somewhat groundbreaking, at least to me, is to kind of see, okay, is this a is this a one year thing just because we, you know, Matt Rule wanted to get a bunch of guys in, or is this something you know Nebraska could do from year to year, basically have an advantage over other teams by being able to have let's say ninety scholarship level type you know type players as opposed to the eighty five everybody else gets. Uh, I wouldn't like that. I I wouldn't want Nebraska to be known for 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 recruiting players in the next two years. They're not here. Uh, the university got to be loyal, just like 
you know, some players are loyal. I'm not gonna say every <laughs> players, but some of these players are loyal, and they and they stayed here four years and never thought about transferring. So one thing the university got to do, they don't want to be known for 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 pulling gimmicks on kids, and you don't want that to be known in the college football era. So the the thing you have to do is be professional about it, and. And maybe it, 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 it's going to be a two-year thing that he has. A t- you know, he, he if he want to make a quick turnaround, maybe he's going to bring in forty-five kids this year, forty-five next year, and and that's your sore, and that's your core of players that you that you recruited. So you know, I don't want to say every year, oh, those ten players are not his. This ten players are not his. Yeah. These ten players over here is not his. No, once you get the coaching job, them players are yours. You know, you. You're coaching them, especially if you get a chance to go through spring with them and learn your and learn your scheme and disguise. But the thing is that you got to get bodies out of there now. Are you going to be a villain about it, or are you going to be a good guy about it? That's the thing about this. You know how how's Matt Rule going to handle this? Is he going to be an asshole about it, or he's going to be a professional <laughs> about it? So you know you got to really see that. Yeah, I I'm I, I don't know if there's and, and that's that's what's part of the interesting part of it to me is that I don't know if there's really a way around it. He's he's going to have to likely um, you know, be the bearer of bad news, and and I don't know if how they do it. Hopefully that that's the case. You know, hopefully you don't get a text from a, an analyst or something. Uh, you know, hopefully the the head coach will sit you down and um kind of start to sway you a direction. We don't you know you don't, you don't call it cutting somebody, but it's basically saying you know, we we see a pretty far down the the depth chart we you know been a guy, you know maybe feel like maybe this would be a better option for you or we've got this option for you like i said there is the option just to, for a lot of these guys probably just to play, you know go to school keep their scholarship and not not play but um it it's it it, it's going to be some some tough meetings, I think, for for some of these guys. And um, again, I just I don't know if there's any way around that um, from where they are are now. But I mean, it's it's I, I suppose it's somewhat um, using what what the day what what is, what's become for for college football and just in, in general is you bring you bring up that loyalty from one way to the other. Um, with the transfer portal, with all these options these days, it's it's less and less about loyalty. It's it's more about you and uh, you know that th- this this type of approach is isn't isn't protective of of kids' feelings. It's no, not. No, this is not. It, and the sad thing about this is that you got to get these kids out of here, but you promised that coach. Their high school coach that you were going to keep this kid. Now this high school coach can get mad at you, and now they could, you know, get back on the bad side of Nebraska how they was the first time before Mickey went down there and and got all the high school back in Omaha, back in Grace with us. So the thing is, you don't want to be the bad guy in this situation, yeah, because it's your reputation on the line. It's Nebraska on the line. It's a tradition of walk-ons that's that's on the line, and and, and how do you? get past this i mean it's not going to be great maybe you need to be on the phone with ryan hill over there maybe you need to be on the on the phone with all the colleges in nebraska and say hey man i got this kid uh he can he can help you he can help you and 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 i think he's probably going to be one of your best players and and maybe you need to do that now instead of you know if you if you know the kid can't make it don't let him go through spring that's my problem Mm. 
Yeah, it, it's a it's it, again. It'll be fascinating. It starts on on Monday, um, and it was it's just different than it's it's ever been before at Nebraska. Usually, yeah. you might just be a, don't, a just few don't over. Hold, just don't hold a kid up just because he got a body. Yeah, you know, I know Casey's not gonna be there, but but if you know this kid is not gonna make it, let him go. Let him go start his journey now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. It'll play itself out. Again, there's if you're a few over scholarship like Nebraska's been before, it, it does play itself out. But being 17 over, uh, that, that's going to take a little bit more than just natural attrition or, or, or that sort of thing going on. So uh, we'll kind of see where that plays out. Uh, lots more to talk about here as we are on the captain. Uh, Vershawn might call in later. We'll kind of see. He's... Uh, um, he's 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 got another job, so he's out doing that, and he got uh, caught up in some bad uh, area as far as Wi-Fi and such. So. That's a lie. <laughs> At least that's what he told us. So yeah. So he 55 might five minutes. <laughs> so he might not be able to uh, <laughs> to hear from the captain today, but hopefully we do, and I, I'm sure he'll be planning to come out to Wings and Rings uh, for the NCAA tournament, which starts tomorrow. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that. There's a lot of college football news. Uh, Oleg Koenitz transfer. Just lots to talk about still throughout the captain. So uh, I'll let you throw the break. All right. This is for Easy Go. Got two locations in Lincoln. If you ever want to stop up and feel gas, because we're sponsored by Easy Go. This is Terrell Farley, the black shirt. I'm at 93.7, and I'm with Bach. And we'll be back. 